but you know if I'm with people and they're already joking about something I'm gonna contribute you know like if I'm with friends and we're just like talking about stuff I'm gonna contribute or if I'm with friends and I notice that they don't really want to be like engaged with whatever's going on I can kind of see that you know like I've, I've been places where it's like you know there's people stripping around they're like go-go dancers and and like you know it's perfectly fine that people sometimes aren't really there for that they don't really want to see it it's not really what they came there for and you know they kind of might not be comfortable in that environment especially when it's like we just came here for a drink and now there's somebody like shaking their ass at your table it's kind of like okay I get it if that's not really what you're interested in like it's fine but you know I can kind of notice when it's like oh like some people are like oh this is surprising but fun surprising and then some people are like this is surprising like this is uncomfortable surprising like I can kind of pick up on that and then I, I remember and then it's like okay well if I'm gonna purposely go to something that's like that I wouldn't probably invite those people that I know are kind of uncomfortable with it um and then there's other people that, like, of course, you know, they're always welcome, and they'll probably be the ones telling me that that's what's going on. So, I don't know. Like, it really just depends. But, I mean, um, I hope that if you're, I hope that if you don't want to listen to this content, then please, I hope if you're too young, then please, um, I'll maybe make an age appropriate version. But I don't really know what's age appropriate because I don't have kids and. I don't know what would be appropriate for 18 and, well, maybe 18, like, under 18, but not, like, children, like, I, I don't know, I don't think I've ever had, like, a sex talk with a kid too much, like, when I used to work, uh, in my 20s, when I had a job working at a school, there were a couple kids that were probably, like, I think they were, like, second graders at the time or something, and I worked at that school for a couple of years, I think. They were either, like, somewhere between second grade and, like, third or fourth grade. I can't remember. But there were a couple of kids that I used to, like, play with at the batting cage. Like, there was, like, batting cages. And I would, like, like, they would just, like, play baseball. But then, like, there weren't enough kids to, like, play baseball. And, like, I was, like, a playground monitor type staff. And so I would just, like, you know, throw pitches for them to, like, hit the ball or whatever. Like, and they, you know, like, I would just, I got along with the kids because, like, they kind of just knew, like, if they did something wrong, I'm going to tell their parents, and then they're going to have to be on a timeout, or if it's really that bad, they're going to go to the principal, but other than that, it's like, they were respectful, and I would kind of tell them, like, if they were being disrespectful, even though, because I was younger, like, I was in my 20s, and they knew that, and so they would kind of see you as, like, the younger fun staff, so sometimes it would be hard for them to, like, keep, like, normal boundaries with you, um, you know, like, random stuff, like, little kindergartners, like, they want to, like, get a piggyback ride, or, like, some, like, random little, like, you know, little kids, like, how they are and stuff, and, like, you're just, like, dude, like, I mean, no, but, I mean, yeah, just stuff like that, where it's, like, you would just tell them, like, no, like, you know, I work here, I'm a worker, we're not really allowed to, like, do that, you know, but, you know, if you want to get piggyback rides from your classmates, that's fine, but if there's, if it's not bothering them, but, you know, I'm, I'm working, I have to watch the other kids, I can't just be, like, you know, doing that, and if you fall and get hurt or something, then, you know, it, of course, you know, that's gonna be a problem, so let's just not, you know, like, stuff like that, but it's, like, yeah, there, there were these kids that would kind of ask me a little bit about, like, 
where do babies come from kind of topics and all all that kind of stuff and I just be like you know like I would tell them as much as I felt like I could but the weird thing was like I not there was nothing weird about them asking but the weird thing for me was that I went to that school and I knew kind of like with the religion because I was raised in that religion I knew from that school what was considered appropriate um I knew from the religion what's kind of considered appropriate conversation surrounding these topics like I think I've mentioned before that I went to church almost without fail like I don't think I even skipped 10 days of church that I can ever remember like between like when I started going to church at like age five in LA I mean we went to church in Missouri before but I don't remember like how often we went like because we didn't really have friends there like I remember because I had friends that I would actually like play with on a regular basis um in LA um and so I remember going to church young and you know we were always at church and um, it's not like a flex, like, I'm not, like, saying it to, like, say that I think it's, like, that anybody's better than anybody for going to church, it was just, culturally, that's what we did, you know, some people with their families go to movies every Sunday, I had a, I had a friend, um, I think every Sunday morning, his, him and his mom and his brother would go see a movie, and they probably did that as much as we went to church, like, honestly, they did it, like, every single day, uh, every single Sunday morning, and so, yeah, I, I, you know, people have their traditions of things that they do. Um, for us in our household, it was a religious tradition. Um, we didn't even, I don't know if everyone, I didn't even personally always take it as a religious thing. It was some, sometimes in my life, it was way more of just like, I'm just here to like talk to my friends and like hang out and like go, go to the beach after church or like just hang out and like, I liked everybody and I don't mind sitting through sermons, you know, like it wasn't like a big deal but I wasn't like there to like worship or all the time like I was sometimes and sometimes I wasn't like you know but it was just part of what I did you know and I I didn't see anything wrong with that I was just there to just because that's what we did we woke up and we went to church um but yeah I'm just trying to say like 10 times so 10 times maybe max that I miss church if you don't count like going to summer camps that were church camps so they had church at the camp or days where we had like you know people would camp at this park where they'd have church at the park um or like when we go backpacking like on my 21st birthday we went backpacking over a weekend and we had like a little service there or on mission trips we'd have like church with the people who lived locally at the Adventists that were with the Adventists that were there and it was all in Spanish and like we didn't really know what was going on but we would go to church all the time and that was normal the people I was raised around it was normal to like not be missing church all the time um it was just normal like just like most people eat breakfast every morning that's the best way I can describe it like some people eat breakfast some people don't you know some people always eat breakfast some people don't like you know like that's just it's pretty much the same that's kind of the same way I feel about it it's like that amount of sentiment it's like you know like I'm not like judging people who do or don't go I'm just saying I went so much but I went a lot probably didn't even miss 10 days total between like kindergarten and like my first year of grad school maybe um 
went every single week. Um, sometimes even twice a day on Saturdays or Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like sometimes I went to Sunday churches, but I'd always go to Saturday. But yeah, like I went to a lot of freaking church and at the home church I was raised in, the one that I went to so much almost without fail, um, I can remember once in my whole lifetime when they had a, a sermon on human sexuality and relationships, kind it's kind of around like dating, marriage, relationships, kind of, and it was such a vague sermon. Um, I was, I don't know how old I was. I know which building we were in, so I know it was later in my life. Um, and so I kind of just knew just from observation and just from being in that culture for so long that if these kids at this church school that likely, I don't remember if they went to the same church as me or not, uh, but I was still going to that church at that time when I was working at that school. And a lot of the parents would go to the church, too. And my, my mom worked at that school. Uh, my dad was on the school board of the school. Um, and my parents um, were friends with, like, a lot of other parents um, through the school or through the church or whatever combination. Um, so I knew if I was, like, saying stuff and, like, saying something wrong that... Um, you know, that wouldn't be a good situation for me. But I also knew the culture so well that I kind of knew what I could say um, and what I couldn't say. Um, and I know how I was, how I, I wasn't taught, I don't know, man. I don't want to say I was taught sex through the church. That's not accurate. I wasn't, I wasn't directly taught about sex from my parents. I was more so taught about it collaboratively between myself and a group of friends that all of us like our parents didn't really talk about it much and of course the church leaders if you'd ask them questions they would never really answer you um so that was always useless um so I had I had friends who had like older siblings and they were usually the people I could kind of talk to like like when I was like maybe sixth grade, seventh grade, and they were, like, teenagers or something, like, they were, like, seniors in high school or something, or, like, I was in high school and they were, like, in college, um, I knew a lot of people like that, uh, a lot of, like, different generations of people, um, and so usually I would kind of, like, be around them when they were, like, in early dating phases, like, you know, because I had, I had a bestie who had a lot of, um, like, the, my bestie's sister had a lot of, like, kind of, like, female friends, and they were all, like, dating all these guys, like, not like that, but, like, they were all, like, they would all go out on dates, so I would hang out with him and his sister and her friends and their boyfriends, and just kind of by observation, you kind of just figure things out. And then you're kind of like exposed, like I was kind of like exposed to more like, I don't want to say adult conversations, but more like topics that weren't being talked about in my house or at the church or at the school. Um, 
and then me and my group of friends that were like of my same age range we would kind of more so talk about things or you know the internet was like in full force you know we were all like engaged with LimeWire back then and all this kind of stuff so like you know we'd circulate like you know videos of different sorts like it wasn't always just like porn movies and stuff but it was stuff that was definitely our parents were not really wanting us to be watching that kind of stuff um I don't think they even knew like it was kind of funny because we were Um, we were all kind of, um, I hope the map isn't, like, coming into this video. I know that, I know the earbuds have, like, a little bit of, a, a speaker on them, so I apologize if you can hear my map, but I'm trying not to look at my phone while I'm talking on here and driving. Um, okay, okay, map, okay, we know. Um, so yeah, I basically... I think that's mostly how I learned the majority of things that actually were important. I don't think I learned anything of importance other than biology, like the biological purpose of sexual organs. Like that's kind of what we learned in school. Gay people didn't exist in those textbooks. It was just, you know, don't be gay. And then other than that, like talk to the pastor if you're gay that was as far as you would get with that conversation and then you know I had some friends at a young age that were kind of out and everybody just like it wasn't like a topic of conversation like nobody said don't talk about it but but nobody talked about it like um nobody was asking them questions or they weren't asking questions about like their sexuality or anything like everyone was just like nodding their head and smiling you know and like going along with the textbook um the health textbook that had like the internal organs of people like that's all it had in there I'm pretty sure that health books nowadays have more in them but I don't know I should probably go back and read like uh, a textbook that's meant for like fifth graders 10th graders like just to see kind of like what's out there but I remember like going into I think it was fifth grade we were like so excited to go into fifth grade because that's the that's the grade that you learn the sex topics and then I remember like when you start the class like you're so like I don't know like you get the book and then you know you get all your textbooks but then you already know it's the health it's the health book and it's the biology book and so you are and then like the religion book would have something but it wouldn't have like anatomy pictures it would just tell you all the stuff that's wrong to not do according to the religion um, well, not e it wouldn't even tell you, like, in detail what's wrong. Like, you would have to kind of, like, figure that part out for yourself just from, like, trial and error of, like, saying or doing things and getting caught saying or doing things and somebody telling you don't say or do that. Like, the books didn't even, like, tell you not to do it. It would just be, like, pretty much stay away from everything and you'll be safe. But then there is a little bit of wiggle room, but where that wiggle room is is, like, just basically don't do it. Um, like it wasn't like a like a Shomer Nagia type of of culture. Like it wasn't like or like ultra like orthodox kind of religious like from Jews, where they kind of like 
if they're Shomer, like, they don't, like, touch each other at all before they're married. Like, it wasn't necessarily like that. But, I mean, I, I definitely knew people who grew up, like, dating people and they weren't, like, kissing. Like, that wasn't abnormal to have a relationship like that. And I knew of people who had, you know, their parents make their boyfriend or usually it was the boyfriend that had the sign but usually they would make them sign like a contract that they weren't going to have sex with their daughters like that wasn't abnormal either like in mainstream society that's that is I think that's considered extreme but the society I was raised in that was not extreme at all that was like kind of like what you could kind of get away with like there were very strict rules um you weren't really in bedrooms with the opposite sex with the door closed that wasn't really a thing I mean if you're gay I don't really know how you know whatever like you know like (laughs) it's kind of like one of these things that's like okay like let's just play by the rules but yeah I mean I, I mostly was around people who were having conversations that I kind of noticed I was like these people are bad people like there's nothing that they're like they're totally nice to me like there were you know how there would always be the older kids that were kind of like jerks to the younger people and then there were like the ones that were like the cool ones that would just like actually be real with you and like you know help you out with stuff or like you know like they might be 21 and they might like hey if you want a sip of my beer you know just to taste it or whatever like there were those kind of people like they wouldn't like get you in trouble but like they could keep a secret you know they weren't gonna like go and like rat you out to like your folks or whatever or to like the pastors or whatever the heck like they would they would keep stuff to themselves so like I grew up around a lot of those people like I still know them but like we don't really talk like that like we were like um kind of like a different generation so like they grew up a lot of them grew up had kids a lot of them moved out of state but I still know of them I still know them but we don't really talk too deeply only the ones who kind of live like kind of locally we'll come across each other every so often and we'll like catch up but it's like I don't usually um um yeah I don't like actively seek out like talking to them unless there's unless there's like a reason to like other other than catching up like I really looked up to them though like there were a lot I'm not gonna name any of them but like y'all know y'all are um but yeah they they were always cool you know like and they kind of, like, taught us, like, it was kind of, like, they would kind of, like, teach you how to, like, be, like, normal, because <laughs> that church was not helping, but they would, they would kind of teach you, like, it was kind of, like, dude, we're in the middle of LA, like, you can't be, like, you have to know how to navigate in a city like that, you can't just be, like, fully on, like, 110% this religion and, like, function in a way that, like, makes sense, like, you're, you You miss out on relationships with people that way if you really follow all of those rules that the church was laying down in the way that they expected you to be like so exclusive of so much stuff that the church is against you miss out on learning opportunities um you miss out on a lot of adventurous opportunities you miss out on a lot of stuff and it's not even an evil type of missing out like you just miss out on it um because you're so like trying to do all these other things that are like keeping you so apart from the world per se like keeping you so distant from it that you're not really engaged in it whatsoever 
So you're kind of in your own religious world, but you're not really a part of the other world. And to me, it was always important to be like, I can be a part of this religious world, but I'm still just going to do my own thing and be open about it. Like, I'll play by the rules and I'm not making people uncomfortable and stuff, but it's like, I mean, I'm not running around church with like a pride flag or anything, but it's like, I'm not going to like wear the attire that I have to wear, you know, if it's a certain church that they're not going to let you in because of your dress code, I'm not going to go to that church anyways. And then the more open-minded ones with with the more lenient dress codes, I'll definitely go to those to those lenient churches. And so, um, but I would still dress my own style. Like I'm not I'm not gonna just like do what's gonna make me uncomfortable. But I'm also not trying to make un- other people uncomfortable. I'm like there needs to be a balance here, a little bit of a give and take. But I'll 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 you know you know I'll give up a little bit of myself, but not like 100% fully just for the church. Like, I'm not really like that. Like, it, it, you know, me and whatever kind of type of spiritual relationship with with any other higher beings that, that you know, I may believe in and things like that. Like, I, I don't think anything that some person wrote in some book that says that this is how they think everybody needs to live. I don't think that I have to do that. Like... But also, I really am very sensitive to other people's religions, and I'm not really trying to, like, run around, like, polluting people and stuff. Like, that was always, that was always, for me, like, one of the hardest things, um, because I grew up with so many religious friends, and then I would always kind of have friends that weren't religious at all, didn't even know what the religion was. They'd never heard of Adventism. It wasn't, like, a thing that people knew about, and that's like a whole lifestyle of culture and I think um I was around so many people um that I was like I guess exposing to the world (laughs) you know like I always felt kind of weird about that because I was like well they're adults in there and you know I'm not an exclusive person so people want to hang out with me it's like I'm not gonna like protect you not you know like I'm not gonna be like I'm not going to be like, oh, you can't come with me because we're going to a club and it's on the Sabbath. I'll tell them we're going to a club and it's on a Friday night and it's not a religious club. And they get the picture and they know there's going to be alcohol and dancing and people, you know, maybe on all sorts of substances. And there's not like prayers and sermons going on there. So if they want to come, they're more than welcome to come. But I'm not going to like, you know, alter my plans to go do to you know I'm not going to alter what I'm trying to do with my friends or my plans um just because you know somebody else wants to join the party it's kind of like if you're joining the party you're joining the party that already exists to your own comfort I'm not going to pressure you to drink or whatever like I'm not going to like you know like give you shrooms or like tell you to like smoke some weed or whatever like I I'm not the kind of person that even offers things to people usually if it's there and you want it you go get it yourself like you know but I'm not you know I don't mind my religious friends hanging out with me but it's kind of like sometimes it's like really like why are you coming out like if you're are you comfortable with this you know it's kind of like I always kind of had a little bit of like caution about that because I was like I don't want somebody to think that I'm like leading them into something that they're they're not trying to get into and I'm not 
you know, like, I feel like people should have enough street smarts and kind of know enough of, like, okay, if you need the Uber home and you know how to use an Uber, like, I'm not usually going to be, like, I'm leaving the party because I have to take my friend home. Unless it's, like, my friend... Um... Unless my friend is, like, a little bit on the two-wasted side, um, and I see that, you know, I want to make sure they got home, that's probably the extent of, you know, where I would kind of be, like, a little bit, you know, a little babysitting is involved, but if I have to routinely babysit somebody, I'm probably not going to be inviting them out, in all honesty. You usually get one or two times, and then after that, I'm like, you can't control yourself, so cannot do this or you can go do this with somebody else because usually when I go out I'm not trying to like babysit so um yeah I I I um so yeah so when it so that's kind of like how I was like socialized into things um I was around people who were able to kind of balance the religion with like the real world um and like able to kind of function in a way that you know they could still get the education they wanted get the jobs they wanted uh wouldn't be like totally limited um I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being religious or like very very religious and completely separated out from the world but I do think that that should be an individual decision it shouldn't be somebody else making that decision for somebody else or pressuring them to do it um just like just like I don't think somebody who isn't doing religious things should be pressuring a person um you know, to do things against their religion. I don't think it should go either way. I don't think people should be pressuring people in any way. Um, um, but anyways, um, so yeah, that's kind of how I was, like, socialized into things, I guess I would say. Like, my, my parents were of no help, um, and my the church was of no help, um, as far as, like, I mean, I'd say, like, the basics, as, as far as the school and the church and the basics, they, they kind of, like, you kind of knew how to get pregnant, I guess, like, that is, like, mostly what you did, what you knew, I mean, you didn't really know maybe, like, the mechanics of how to do it, necessarily, like, there was no skill based in any of things, it was more like, this is, like, the basics of what you put where for this to happen. And then if this other thing happens, then you'll have potential to have a baby. Like, it, you know, and then we learned a lot. We probably learned more about this, the cycles of, um, the stages of, um, what is it the stages of like baby you know what is it called like when they're um like in the womb like I forgot 
I forgot what the word is, but like we learned a lot about those stages. There were like multiple chapters on that and just like a little bit of like the other stuff. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how, how I was kind of generally introduced to things was mostly hanging out with people older than I was. And I, I don't know if I even really was, like, thinking that through until I started, like, talking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I did have people that were, like, talking about these things, but they weren't, um, they weren't my age range, like, necessarily all the time. Like, me and my friends weren't, like, teaching each other. It wasn't like that, um, but it was, like, older, older friends. We had people that were our friends that were older age people um they weren't old but they were older than we were um so dude it's so dark over here um so yeah So yeah. So it's like the longest drive ever. Oh my gosh. Um I'm driving to National City. It's like a little south of where I'm used to driving. So this feels like it's taking so much longer. Um but yeah. So yeah, that's mostly how I learned things. Um and I kind of started noticing, you know, that just because people knew of these things or were or were doing sexual things or had like a lot of like knowledge about it, didn't mean that they were like bad people. Like like the people that I hung out with that were older, they were actually like pretty protective. Um like, they never let us get in any trouble, um, you know, they would actually answer your questions if you had questions about stuff, like, they would actually answer them in enough detail that you could, like, figure it out, like, or know, like, what to do or not to do, like, they weren't, like, they wouldn't, like, treat things in such an awkward way where you were just, like, what, like, I, I still don't think I know what they're saying. Um, but then there were also, because of, like, the time period that I was, like, being raised, like, I, you know, oh my gosh, what is wrong with that car? Dude, they're, like, scraping on the floor. Um, because of the, the time period, you know, like, people weren't really talking about all kinds of sexual topics like there was still more of a taboo towards like lgbt stuff um gay marriage wasn't legal like there was a lot that just like wasn't quite as it is now like um we were kind of um at in a different time basically but I'm almost where I need to go, so I'm just going to stop recording now, and I'll continue this once I check in, because 
focus. Thank you.